Chapter 14, verses 53 through 72. Of Catina Aria, Gospel of St. Mark, by St. Thomas Aquinas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Verses 53 through 59. And they led Jesus away to the high priest, and with him were assembled all the chief priests and the elders and the scribes. And Peter followed him afar off, even unto the palace of the high priest. And he sat with the servants, and warmed himself at the fire. And the chief priests and all the council sought for witness against Jesus to put him to death, and found none. For many bear false witness against him, but their witness agreed not together. And there arose certain and bear false witness against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands, and within three days I will build another made without hands. But neither so did their witness agree together. Gloss. The evangelist had related above how our Lord had been taken by the servants of the priests. Now he begins to relate how he was condemned to death in the house of the high priest. Wherefore it is said, And they led Jesus away to the high priest. Bede. He means by the high priest Caiaphas, who, as John writes, was high priest that year, of whom Josephus relates that he bought his priesthood of the Roman emperor. There follows, and with him were assembled all the chief priests and the elders and the scribes. Pseudo-Jerome then took place the gathering together of the bulls among the heifers of the people. It goes on, and Peter followed him afar off, even into the palace of the high priest. For though fear holds him back, love draws him on. Bede, but rightly does he follow afar off, who is just about to betray him, for he could not have denied Christ if he had remained close to him. There follows, and he sat with the servants and warmed himself at the fire. Pseudo-Jerome, he warms himself at the fire in the hall with the servants. The hall of the high priest is the enclosure of the world. The servants are the devils, with whom whosoever remains cannot weep for his sins. The fire is the desire of the flesh. Bede, for charity is the fire of which it is said, I am come to send fire on the earth, which flame coming down on the believers taught them to speak with various tongues the praise of the Lord. There is also a fire of covetousness, of which it is said, They are all adulterers as an oven, this fire, raised up in the hall of Caiaphas, by the suggestion of an evil spirit, was arming the tongues of the traitors to deny and blaspheme the Lord. For the fire lit up in the hall, amidst the cold of the night, was a figure of what the wicked assembly was doing within. For because of the abounding of iniquity, the love of many waxes cold. Peter, who for a time was benumbed by this cold, wished as it were to be warned by the coals of the servants of Caiaphas, because he sought in the society of traitors the consolation of worldly comfort. It goes on, and the chief priests and all the council sought for witness against Jesus to put him to death. Theophylact, though the law commanded that there should be but one high priest, there were then many put into the office, and stripped of it year by year by the Roman emperor, he therefore calls chief priests those who had finished the time allotted to them, and had been stripped of their priesthood. But their actions are a sign of their judgment, 
which they carried on as they had prejudged, for they sought for a witness that they might seem to condemn and destroy Jesus with justice. Pseudo-Jerome, but iniquity lied as the queen did against Joseph, and the priests against Susanna, but a flame goes out if it has no fuel, wherefore it goes on and found none, for many bear false witness against him, but their witness agreed not together. For whatever is not consistent is held to be doubtful. There follows, and there arose certain and bear false witness against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands, and within three days I will build up another made without hands. It is usual with heretics out of the truth to extract the shadow. He did not say what they said, but something like it, of the temple of his body, which he raised again after two days. Theophylact, for the Lord had not said, I will destroy, but destroy. Neither did he say, made with hands, but this temple. Bede, he had also said, I will raise up, meaning a thing with life and soul, and a breathing temple. He is a false witness who understands words in a sense in which they are not spoken. Verses 60-65 through 65. And the high priest stood up in the midst, and asked Jesus, saying, Answerest thou nothing? What is it which these witness against thee? But he held his peace, and answered nothing. Again the high priest asked him, and said unto him, Art thou the Christ, the Son of the Blessed? And Jesus said, I am. And ye shall see the Son of Man, sitting on the right hand of power, and coming in the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest rent his clothes, and saith, What need we any further witnesses? Ye have heard the blasphemy. What think ye? And they all condemned him to be guilty of death. And some began to spit on him, and cover his face, and to buffet him, and to say unto him, Prophesy. And the servants did strike him with the palms of their hands. Bede. The more Jesus remained silent before the false witnesses who were unworthy of his answer, and the impious priests, the more the high priest, overcome with anger, endeavored to provoke him to answer, that he might find room for accusing him, from anything whatever which he may say. Wherefore it is said, And the high priest stood up in the midst, and asked Jesus, saying, Answerest thou nothing? What is it which these witness against thee? The high priest, angry and impatient at finding no room for accusation against him, rises from his seat, thus showing by the motion of his body the madness of his mind. Pseudo-Jerome. But our Lord and Savior himself, who brought salvation to the world and assisted mankind by his love, is led as a sheep to the slaughter without crying and remained mute and kept silence yea even from good words wherefore it goes on but he held his peace and answered nothing the silence of christ is the pardon for the defense or excuse of adam theophylact but he remained silent because he knew that they would not attend to his words wherefore he answered according to luke if i tell you ye will not believe wherefore there follows again the high priest asked him and said unto him Art thou the Christ, the Son of the Blessed? The high priest indeed puts this question, not that he might learn of him and believe, but in order to seek occasion against him. 
but he asks art thou the christ the son of the blessed because there were many christs that is anointed persons as kings and high priests but none of these was called the son of the blessed god that is the ever praised pseudo jerome but they look from afar for him whom though near they cannot see as isaac from the blindness of his eyes does not know jacob who is under his hands but prophesies long before things which were to come to him it goes on jesus said i am namely that they might be inexcusable theophylact for he knew that they would not believe nevertheless he answered them lest they should afterwards say if we had heard anything from him we would have believed on him but this is their condemnation that they heard and did not believe augustine matthew however does not say that jesus answered i am but thou hast said but mark shows that the words i am were equivalent to thou hast said there follows and ye shall see the son of man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven theophylact as if he had said ye shall see me as the son of man sitting on the right hand of the father for he calls the father power he will not however come without a body but as he appeared to those who crucified him so will he appear in the judgment bede if therefore to thee o jew o pagan and heretic the contempt weakness and the cross of christ are a subject of scorn see how by this the son of man is to sit on the right hand of the father and to come in his majesty on the clouds of heaven pseudo jerome the high priest indeed asks the son of god but jesus in his answer speaks of the son of man that we may by this understand that the son of god is also the son of man and let us not make a quaternity in the trinity but let man be in god and god in man and he said sitting on the right hand of power that is reigning in life everlasting and in the divine power he says and coming with the clouds of heaven he ascended in a cloud he will come with a cloud that is he ascended in that body alone which he took of the virgin and he will come to judgment with the whole church which is his body and his fullness leo but caiaphas to increase the odiousness of what they had heard rent his clothes and without knowing what his frantic action meant by his madness deprived himself of the honor of the priesthood forgetting that command by which it is said of the high priest he shall not uncover his head or rent his clothes for there follows then the high priest rent his clothes and saith what need we any further witnesses ye have heard the blasphemy what think ye theophylact the high priest does after the manner of the jews for whenever anything intolerable or sad occurred to them they used to rent their clothes in order then to show that christ had spoken great and intolerable blasphemy he rent his clothes bede but it was also a higher mystery that in the passion of our lord the jewish priest rent his own clothes that is his ephod whilst the garment of the lord could not be rent even by the soldiers who crucified him for it was a figure that the jewish priesthood was to be rent on account of the wickedness of the priests themselves but the solid strength of the church which is often called the garment of her redeemer can never be torn asunder 
Theophylact, the Jewish priesthood was to be rent from the time that they condemned Christ as guilty of death, wherefore there follows, and they all condemned him to be guilty of death. Pseudo-Jerome, they condemned him to be guilty of death, that by his guiltiness he might absolve our guilt. It goes on, and some began to spit on him, and to cover his face, and to buffet him, and to say unto him, Prophesy. And the servants did strike him with the palms of their hands, that is, that by being spit upon he might wash the face of our soul, and by the covering of his face might take away the veil from our hearts, and by the buffets which were dealt upon his head might heal the head of mankind, that is, Adam, and by the blows by which he was smitten with the hands, his great praise might be testified by the clapping of our hands, and by our lips, as it is said, O clap your hands together, all ye people. Bede. By saying, Prophesy, who is he that smote thee? They mean to insult him, because he wished to be looked upon as a prophet by the people. Augustine. We must understand by this that the Lord suffered these things till morning in the house of the high priest, whither he had first been brought. Verses 66 through 72. And as Peter was beneath in the palace, there cometh one of the maids of the high priest. And when she saw Peter warming himself, she looked upon him and said, And thou also wast with Jesus of Nazareth. But he denied, saying, I know not, neither understand what thou sayest. And he went out into the porch, and the cock crew. And the maid saw him again, and began to say to them that stood by, This is one of them. And he denied it again, and after a little, they that stood by said again to Peter, Surely thou art one of them, for thou art a Galilean, and thy speech agreeeth thereto. But he began to curse and to swear, saying, I know not this man of whom ye speak. And the second time the cock crew, and Peter called to mind the word that Jesus said unto him, Before the cock crow twice, thou shalt deny me thrice. And when he thought thereon, he wept. Augustine, concerning the temptation of Peter, which happened during the injuries before mentioned, all the evangelists do not speak in the same order. For Luke first relates the temptation of Peter, then these injuries of the Lord. But John begins to speak of the temptation of Peter, and then puts in some things concerning our Lord's ill-treatment, and adds, that he was sent from there to Caiaphas the high priest. And then he goes back to unfold the temptation of Peter, which he had begun. Matthew and Mark, on the other hand, first noticed the injuries done to Christ, then the temptation of Peter, concerning which it is said, And as Peter was beneath in the palace, there cometh one of the maids of the high priest. Bede. But what could be meant by his being first recognized by a woman, when men were more able to know him, if it be not that sex might be seen to sin in the death of our Lord, and that sex be redeemed by his passion. It goes on, but he denied, saying, I know not, neither understand I what thou sayest. Bede. Peter, when he had not the spirit yielded, and lost courage at the voice of a girl, though with the spirit he was not afraid before princes and kings. Theophylact. The Lord allowed this to happen to him by his providence, that is, lest he should be too much elated, 
and at the same time that he might prove himself merciful to sinners, as knowing from himself the result of human weakness. There follows, and he went out into the porch, and the cock crew. Bede. The other evangelists do not mention this crowing of the cock. They do not, however, deny the fact, as also some pass over many other things in silence, which others relate. There follows, and a maid saw him again, and began to say to them that stood by, This is one of them. Augustine, This maid is not the same, but another. As Matthew says, Indeed we must also understand, that in this second denial he was addressed by two persons, that is, by the maid whom Matthew and Mark mention, and by another person of whom Luke takes notice. It goes on, and he denied it again, Peter had now returned, for John says that he denied him again standing at the fire. Wherefore the maid said, What has been mentioned above? Not to him, that is Peter, but to those who, when he went out, had remained. In such a way, however, that he heard it. Wherefore, coming back and standing again at the fire, he contradicted them and denied their words. For it is evident, if we compare the accounts of all the evangelists on this matter, that Peter did not the second time deny him before the porch, but within the palace at the fire, whilst Matthew and Mark, who mention his having gone out, are silent, for the sake of brevity, as to his return. Bede, by this denial of Peter, we learn that not only he denies Christ, who says that he is not the Christ, but he also, who, although he is a Christian, denies himself to be such. For the Lord did not say to Peter, Thou shalt deny thyself to be my disciple, but thou shalt deny me. He therefore denied Christ when he said that he was not his disciple. There follows, and a little after, they that stood by said again to Peter, Surely thou art one of him, for thou art a Galilean, and thy speech agreeeth thereto. Not that the Galileans spoke a different tongue from the inhabitants of Jerusalem, for they were both Hebrews, but that each province and region had its own particularities, and cannot avoid a vernacular pronunciation. Theophylact, therefore Peter was seized with fear, and forgetting the word of the Lord, which said, Whosoever shall confess me before men, him will I confess before my father. He denied our Lord, wherefore there follows, and he began to curse and to swear, saying, I know not this man of whom ye speak. Bede, how hurtful is it to speak with the wicked, he denies before infidels that he knows the man whom amongst the disciples he had confessed to be God. But the scriptures want to point out the sacrament of the causes of things by the state of the time. Thus Peter, who denied at midnight, repented at cock crow, wherefore it is added, and the second time the cock crew. And Peter called to mind the word which Jesus said unto him, before the cock crow twice, Thou shalt deny me thrice. And he began to weep. Theophylact. For tears brought Peter by penance to Christ. Confounded then to be the novations, who say that he who sins after receiving baptism is not received to the remission of his sin. For behold, Peter, who had also received the body and blood of the Lord, is received by penance. For the failing of saints are written, that if we fall by want of caution, we also may be able to run back through their example and hope to be relieved by penance. Pseudo Jerome, 
but in the mystical sense the first made means the wavering the second the ascent the third man is the act this is the threefold denial which the remembrance of the word of the lord washes away through tears the cock then crows for us when some preacher stirs up our hearts by repentance to compunction we then begin to weep when we are set on fire within by the spark of knowledge and we go forth when we cast out what we were within end of chapter 14